the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to the Todd Starnes Show, sponsored by Legacy Precious Metals. There's never been a better time to invest in precious metals. Visit LegacyPMInvestments.com. That's LegacyPMInvestments.com. Live from the Liberty University studio in Memphis, Tennessee, it's America's conservative blowtorch. That's us. That's right. I love this American ride. Todd Starnes. Oh, yeah. All right. Well, hello, everybody. This is the Todd Starnes Radio Program. Happy to have you with us today, uh, folks. Wow. Do we have a lot going on? At this very moment, uh, we're waiting for lawmakers up on Capitol Hill. Senators are going to be voting on this Respect for Marriage Act, and it's really the Disrespect for Marriage Act. And uh, we're very concerned um, about the state of religious liberty in America. Now, look, uh, you may not go to church that often. You probably what go on uh, just what Easter Sunday. You go on Christmas Eve, maybe Christmas Day this year. Christmas is on a Sunday. So there's a lot going on um, up on Capitol Hill that's going to impact your preacher. Now, I suspect a good many of you actually are regular church attenders. You go to Mass. Maybe you go to synagogue. You go to church whenever the doors are open. If you're a Baptist, well, you got Sunday morning, then you got Sunday school, and then you got Sunday discipleship training, and then Sunday night services, and then you've got Wednesday prayer meeting service. I mean, (laughs) Baptists go to church a lot. What can I tell you? But the reality is, you folks who go to church, what's happening up on Capitol Hill today is going to impact you, and you need to be very, 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 very concerned about what the Republicans are going to be up to. And you say, well, Tom, wait a second. I thought the Democrats were in charge of the So Yes, they are in charge. But 12 Republican senators, including Willard Mitt Romney and Lisa Murkowski, have sided with the Democrats to advance the Respect for Marriage Act. Now, here's what we're looking for and we're waiting for. Uh, we are waiting for the vote But we're also waiting for an amendment, a vote on an amendment. Senator Mike Lee and Marco Rubio, among others, have urged their colleagues to insert language that would protect your preachers. Because as it now stands, if this law goes into effect, if this law happens, if Joe Biden signs his John Hancock on this piece of paper, then your pastor and your church would be subjected to lawsuits. So if, let's just say, um, a, a gay activist comes and they say, hey, we want to be married in your church, and you say, well, we can't do that because, you know, we're Presbyterian or whatever, and they could, at that point, under this law, sue you, and they could they could sue your preacher. If you are a small business owner and you have a bakery or a cake shop or um, a wedding shop, 
a, a wedding photography business and you decide, you know what, I'm not going to participate in a same-sex ceremony, you could be subjected to lawsuits. So the whole point of this is to shut you down. Now, there's another component of this, that if you are a nonprofit, so I would say that every church in America is a nonprofit, so they don't have to pay taxes. You guys don't have to pay taxes. Well, if this law goes into effect and you discriminate against gay people, and by that I mean you don't allow gays to get married in your church, you don't allow a same-sex ceremony to be held in your fellowship hall, then you could lose your tax-exempt status under the Internal Revenue Service. And trust me, 87,000 IRS agents, they're going to be coming for all you Baptists out there. I'm just telling you. So this is what we're waiting for right now. Elections have consequences, and this is a reality of it. You know, you've got a lot of these uh, woke woke evangelicals, as we call them. You folks over on the Catholic side, yeah, you've got big problems, too. Your pope's a communist. You got a bunch of leftists in the Catholics, and they're making a lot of really bad decisions. We got the same we have the same problem in our Southern Baptist world, by the way. A bunch of woke nut jobs that are leading the thing. And basically they're trying to disengage all of you Christians from the political process. That's what's going on here. So we're gonna pay close attention to the vote. Here's what you need to be doing. You need to be calling right now, you need to be calling your elected senator, your representative up on Capitol Hill, and you got to tell them to vote down the Disrespect for Marriage Act. Whatever you're doing right now, pick up the phone, give them a call up at Capitol Hill. We're going to post the uh, the, the phone number um, for, the, for the U.S. Capitol up on our live show blog. And you tell them, I told you to call. You say, well, Tom, what if they get, up, get upset? Let them get upset. They know how to reach me. But we've got to send a message to the Republicans that if they're not going to protect Christians, we may need to find another political party to be a part of. May have to start our own political party. 844-747-8868. That's our toll-free telephone number. That's 844-747-8868. Now, there's another story that's brewing, and we've been warning you about this for the past couple of weeks, really since the midterm elections and that the debacle. So a lot of conservative publications are going wobbly, and one of those is Breitbart. Now, Breitbart is, has clearly made a break from Donald Trump, and they've decided to throw their lot with Ron DeSantis. And look, that's great. It's okay to like both guys. I, for one, like both guys. I like Donald Trump. I like Ron DeSantis. That doesn't make me a bad human being. One of these days, Ron DeSantis is going to be president of the United States. It may be 2024. It may be 2028. But one day, he's going to be president of the United States. But the issue now facing a lot of Republicans is who they're going to be voting for when it comes to the speakership. And Breitbart is throwing down a gauntlet, and they're saying that Kevin McCarthy has to be elected Speaker of the House, and if he doesn't, then the Democrats could gain control and could stage a takeover. Now, we've had Andy Biggs on this program. What I find fascinating is that Breitbart is now referring to Andy Biggs, the congressman from Arizona, the former chairman of the House Freedom Caucus, 
a position now held by Scott Perry. They're calling Andy Biggs far right. This is Breitbart. Breitbart is actually further to the right than anybody else. So who are they? Why are they out there? And they're using it as a smear. This is not a compliment. They're using it as a smear. So Kevin McCarthy was on Newsmax TV last night with our buddy Sean Spicer. And Kevin McCarthy said, and it's a warning, that if Republican members play games, the Democrats may end up picking the next House Speaker. Now, here's the scenario. you got to have 218 votes to become Speaker. 218 votes. McCarthy doesn't have those votes, and we know that because we've had Ralph Norman on the program. He's told us that he's done a body count, and there are actually a lot of Republicans who are not saying publicly what they're going to do. But that they're, but privately they're saying they're voting against McCarthy. It doesn't really matter. You got to have 218 votes and McCarthy doesn't have the votes. So what the other side is now threatening is to, is to suggest that Liz Cheney or Joe Lieberman, remember he's old school, the uh, senator from uh, Connecticut. Was it, um, oh geez, Alou, Al Gore's running mate back in 2000. They're saying that you could have some liberal Republicans side with Democrats, and you could end up with a Liz Cheney as Speaker of the House. And McCarthy is saying, hey, look, we're not going to, we can't let that happen. Now, Marjorie Taylor Greene is supporting Kevin McCarthy. Clearly, he's promised her something. And I'm really surprised that Marjorie would go down that path. Jim Jordan, who's going to be on the program a little bit later, has been mentioned as a possible alternative to Kevin McCarthy, but Jordan says he doesn't want the job. And so the question is, if not McCarthy, who? But McCarthy is now warning people, you go down that path, you're going to have a Democrat in the speakership chair. Do you believe that? Are you buying into that that scare tactic? Do you believe the Democrats would actually try and install Liz Cheney? as the next Speaker of the House. I mean, it's possible, I suppose. But in reality, I don't think they're going to do that. 844-747-8868. That's our toll-free telephone number. That's 844-747-8868. But we do know that the establishment Republicans are going to play hardball here. They've They've got to throw down... They've got to throw down the gauntlet here. They've got to draw a line in the sand. And they've got to say, we're not going to tolerate these conservatives anymore. You're going to get into line. So what are they doing? So now they're redefining the word conservative. Kevin McCarthy says that he is the epitome of what it means to be a conservative. And therefore, that makes people like Andy Biggs and Jody Heiss and Scott Perry and even Jim Jordan, people who are members of the House Freedom Caucus, they would treat them as being to the far right. But you need to understand something about Kevin McCarthy. This guy, I know in recent days he's been down to the border and all that. I get that. But the guy's not a conservative. Never has been. He's just another John Boehner, Paul Ryan, milk toast rhino. And I'm not saying there's anything wrong with that. I'm just saying we can't have a rhino in the leadership chair. We can't do that. We just can't do that. Just remember, this is the same Kevin McCarthy 
who publicly embraced President Trump, publicly supported President Trump. Behind the scenes, according to audio tapes that we've actually played on this radio program, he was working to destroy Donald Trump. This is the same Kevin McCarthy who was out there using campaign money to support rhino moderate candidates. He was working against America First candidates. This is Paul McCarthy. This is Paul McCarthy who who told reporters that you know he's been watching Joe Biden and he's seen nothing, nothing that rises to the level of impeachment when it comes to Joe Biden. So based on all of that, I I just have a hard time believing that Kevin McCarthy is a true conservative. But now the argument is, you're going to vote for Kevin McCarthy. He may not be as conservative as you want, but he's more conservative than the liberal Democrat. Well, what kind of an argument is that? Are you telling me that of all the Republicans up on Capitol Hill, we can't find just one, just one conservative that would be willing to to throw their name in the hat? Not ju- just one? It does make you wonder, does it not, ladies and gentlemen? Hmm. All right, got to take a break here. 844-747-8868. Are you buying the threat from Kevin McCarthy that if he's not elected, that it could be Liz Cheney? 844-747-8868. This is the Todd Stern Show. There's no question, folks, America is hurting. Crime and inflation are out of control. It can be so discouraging, but there is hope. If you're a senior, you remember better than anyone how strong America can be when we work together. And that's why I urge you to join forces with AMAC, the Association of Mature American Citizens. AMAC exists to enrich the lives of seniors and uphold freedom for all Americans by fighting for conservative causes. Membership comes with discounts on hotels, restaurants, cell phone service, and much more. And my friend, Friends at AMAC offer advisory services on things like Medicare, financial planning, and Social Security. Becoming a member of AMAC is easy, and it only costs $16 a year. Go to amac.us slash starns to sign up today. I'm a proud member of AMAC, and you should be too. Go to amac.us slash starns now. Join millions of other AMAC members receiving unparalleled benefits while we work together to get America back on track. Join AMAC today at amac.us slash starns. That's amac.us slash starns. All right, people, uh, we are paying very close attention to the U.S. Senate, where uh, senators are voting on the Respect for Marriage Act. By the way, Cardinal Dolan, Timothy Dolan, I believe he is the top Catholic in the United States. Um, Cardinal Dolan now saying that this law will severely harm religious liberty. This is coming from the Catholics. So you've got the uh, the evangelicals and the Catholics very concerned about the implications here. And uh, look, they're coming after your tax. They're coming after your your, your tax exempt status. That, that's what's going on there. Let's get to the phones here. 844-747-8868. Kathy in Maine, WLOB, has a thought about the next Speaker of the House. Hi, Kathy. How's it going today? Well, I'm homesick today, and um, I'll listen to you when I can. I work during the day, and I have an, uh, another part-time job, but 
Um, I would like to um, nominate um, Marjorie Green from Georgia. I think she'd be a good one. Is that right? So what do you like about Marjorie Taylor Green, Kathy? Well, um, I don't really know that much about her. Um, I don't get to listen to the news that much and stuff, but um, just I think she'd be a good one. All right. Well, Kathy, we're gonna not we're gonna write you down for uh, MTG as Speaker of the House. I'm sorry to hear. You know, I think there's something going around the country right now, and folks are getting the flu. They're getting sick. Uh, I hope you're doing the chicken noodle soup and everything, Kathy. I'm doing a chicken noodle soup, and I don't really had a flu. I it started out with tonsillitis, and oh, now it's it's down in my chest. Um, Oh dear! Get some of get some good ice cream. So just you know, good chocolate ice cream or Bluebell is, right. is a good brand. So all right, Kathy, right. feel better and thanks for calling in, uh, folks. Kathy uh, says MTG would make a great speaker of the house. What say you? Eight four four seven four seven eighty eight sixty eight. Wow, this is fascinating in Georgia. The this the the race next week. And by the way, the runoff election day is Tuesday next week. And you've got Raphael Warnock, Herschel Walker. They're saying this is an early voting record that has been broken. Over a quarter million people turned out in just one single day there in the state of Georgia. Now, what's fascinating about this, we are hearing that a good number of young people, Generation Zers, went out to vote. If that's true, then that could be bad news for the Republicans, because I don't see any effort in Georgia to mobilize young voters on the Republican side. I I really don't. I wish I could say that was not the case. But all these Democrats, they don't do the big, huge, flashy rallies where they have the lights and the mirror. And what is it with the, the bang, bang girls with the money cannons that they're shooting out dollar bills to the screaming uh, conservative boys in their khakis and their uh, blue blazers? Yeah, they don't do that on the Democrat side. You know what the Democrats do? They get out the vote. That's what they do. So I, I hope that the, the early reporting is wrong and that we, there's not a big surge in young voters. But if there is, that's not good for Herschel Walker. Now, here's an interesting thing. Uh, this is from foxnews.com. After winning a state lawsuit to allow Saturday voting after Thanksgiving, Warnock spent the weekend urging his supporters not to wait until the December 6th runoff trying to leverage his role as pastor of MLK's church, that would be the Ebenezer Baptist Church, and also as Georgia's first black senator. Warnock concentrated his efforts Sunday among black communities in metro Atlanta. Now, here's the interesting part, and I'm curious to to hear your thoughts on this. Walker, in contrast, did not hold public events over the long Thanksgiving weekend, And in his return to the campaign Monday night, not Monday morning, Monday night in the northern Atlanta suburb of Cumming, he did not mention early voting specifically, according to the Associated Press. Folks, come on, these are unforced errors here. What in the world is, is, who is leading this Walker campaign here? They need to be fighting tooth and nail in every county. 
And Herschel Walker is going to win the Atlanta suburbs. He needs to be down in Metro Atlanta recruiting new voters. Um, I'm curious, folks, in Georgia, how is that election going? 844-747-8868. Toll-free telephone number. That's 844-747-8868. This is the Todd Stark Show. You guys have helped build MyPillow into an incredible company it is today. Now, Mike Lindell, the inventor and CEO of MyPillow, wants to give back to my listeners. Right now, MyPillow is offering exclusive offers on their bed sheets, their six-piece towel set, and even offering an extended 60-day money-back guarantee. Orders placed now through December 25th will now have an extended money-back guarantee through March 1st. The bed sheets are marked down as low as $29.98, and believe me when I say you will get a great night's sleep in these. Their six-piece towel set made with USA cotton comes with two bath towels, two hand towels, and two washcloths, typically retailed at $89.98, now just $39.98 with my promo code. There is a limited supply, so be sure to order now. Call 1-800-839-8506 and use the promo code STARNS. Or go to MyPillow.com slash STARNS. That's MyPillow.com slash STARNS and use the promo code STARNS. Mickey from, well, you know where. <laughs> Listen, uh, about that Santa misspelling in the Disney show, it, it, it wasn't a joke. Just wait and see what they have planned for Easter. Uh, changing CEOs isn't going to do much around here. What we need is a really good exorcist. Somebody who doesn't scare easily, <laughs> like Goofy. <laughs> who are you talking to? Uh, uh, nobody, Bob. Uh, m- 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 Mr. Iger. Uh, uh, wrong number. Bye. Wait, wait what happened? Did, did the guy hang up? Grace, can we get the guy back? I think we lost him. I'm sorry, Todd. He oh, dropped on me. This is terrible. Paul Shanklin, Paul Shanklin arranged this whole interview. I mean, he told Mickey uh, Mickey Mouse called and and asked for uh, for our call in number. And we, you know, he apparently he wasn't able to call because you know, he doesn't really have fingers. He no, just has the mitten. The big gloves get in the way. So he reached deal. out on the uh, the shoutback function on the um, on the Todd Stern Show app. Yes. So Mickey was referring, I believe, to the story we talked about yesterday, where on the new Santa Claus TV series on Disney Plus, the the little children dressed as elves are actually uh, singing about how much they love Satan. Yes, quite disturbing. Okay. I just, I feel bad. I feel bad for poor Mickey. Bob Iger sounded like he had a frog in his throat. I know. I don't. What happened? Maybe he got tonsillitis. There's something going around. I don't have tonsillitis. I'm Satan. Oh. That's what it sounded like. Very creepy. I don't know. Very weird. This is so, all speculation, so, but... Uh, <laughs> A pure conjecture. We can't, yeah, no. we can't. There's really no way for us to verify who's actually calling into the That's show. That's true. Oh, really, Todd? I mean, well, Stop. I don't know. I mean, we saw something like LOF, and I didn't know what that meant, but it could have been Lake of Fire. Oh. You know, so Mickey was calling from. Oh, no. <laughs> 
That's terrible. Go back to uh, Disney World, buddy. All right. Welcome back. <laughs> Man, a lot of parents got are fired up over this. Uh, they're saying this is not funny and that they, they just want to be able – I think the – the problem with parents is they feel betrayed by Disney. You know, they felt like, you know, they've got a lot of stuff going on. They got to go buy the Christmas presents. They got to wrap the presents. They got to vacuum. They got to, I don't know, change the water in the aquarium. I don't know. They got stuff to do. And they just want to be able to plop the kids down in front of the TV like when, like their moms did back when they were growing up. My generation, we didn't even have that luxury. We got kicked out of the house and said, don't come back, don't come back home until the lights come on outside. See, I actually think this might be a good thing, though, because I do think there were too many parents that were like, here, sit in front of the TV and do nothing for hours. They called it the boob tube back in the day. The what? The boob tube. But it's not It's not a oh. bad boob tube. It's okay. not a Hooters boob tube. Okay. Very, Just had to clarify. Anyway, all that to say, I mean, no, seriously, I mean, back when I was a kid, you couldn't watch TV that often, and there were only like, what, four channels, and one of those was PBS, and nobody watched that crap. And uh, so anyway, as soon, especially in the summertime, you, your parents would tell your mom would be, would say, go outside, play, don't come back until the porch lights come on. And that's how we did it. You know, you'd come home for supper, grab a sandwich, and you're running back out and you, you go play with your friends. I played outside with my friends. Yeah, get your it's pretty normal. Ride your bicycles around. I mean, you know, it was like a, a the problem game. Is it's not like safe enough to do. No, that you anymore. can't do that seriously. Now. Like you, growing up, I did that, but I've thought about it. I was like, I don't know if yeah. I'd send my kid out there. No, they shoot you in Memphis. It's sad, it but that's sad. the reality. But anyway, um, so yeah, so moms and dads, this is a wake up call. Don't trust Disney. They're not your friend. And uh, that other channel, what is it? Nickelodeon. They're not your friend. They want to indoctrinate your poor kid. Oh, I got to tell you this story, Grace Baker. You're going to love this. Um, we we told you a long time ago about the bald non-binary dude that's on the in the uh, Biden administration. Oh yeah, of course. Not a he's he's not a handsome handsome woman. No, I'm just going to leave it at that. Dude doesn't really look like a lady. Sam <laughs> dude ain't no lady. Yeah. So Sam Brenton identifies as non-binary. And he's bald as a, I mean, he's bald as an eagle. I mean, he's got nothing up there. And he, like, really waxes the head so it's super yeah. shiny. Is that not the weirdest thing? It's, like, reflective. But it's not just the head. It's, like, the whole head. Yeah, it's like true. He, I, it's like, they. what do they do? They buff the head? I think Don't look at me. They, I don't They know. buff the whole face. Yeah, it's like buffing the floor. And then it has this, these bright red, He's he's got no eyebrows, the bright red lipstick. Yep. And uh, wears dresses. And it is not a good look for him. No, it's not. So anyway, this is the guy in charge of the nukes. I mean, he's uh, a big a big uppity-up over at the Department of Energy. And his name is Sam Brenton. And he and the, uh, what's the, uh, the large marge over at uh, HHS? Wait, wait, wait. Dr. Rachel Levine. Levine, yep. Dr. Levine. Oh. She's a big one. Two un. peas in a pod. Yeah, well, that's a big pod. That's a Jeez. that's a sturdy fella over there. Anyway, they're both men pretending to be women. Yes. And uh, Sam Britton apparently is in hot water. You know, he took a leave of absence of September, and nobody nobody bothered to ask any questions. The media said absolutely nothing about this guy. Of course guy. not. Nothing at all. I mean, this was a high-profile dude. They were doing stories about uh, this guy and Large Marge, like, incessantly. Yeah. It was like a day Every in the life. Every single of. day. I mean, I was. I was. To be honest, I am surprised that 
that these two guys were not picked to be swimsuit models for Sports Illustrated. Fair enough. Just saying. Women of the year. Anyway, now we know what happened to Sam Brenton. He is facing up to five years in prison and a $10,000 fine. You know what he did, Grace Baker? What in the world did he do? He stole a woman's luggage. Wait a minute. He's got to be getting paid pretty well, right? Got to. Got to. Why got the to. heck would you steal woman's luggage? So the suitcase owner alerted police. This all happened at the Minneapolis-St. Paul Airport. And officers reviewed video surveillance. You know, everything, they got cameras everywhere in the airport. And they saw Sam Brinton taking this woman's luggage. He removed the tag that identified the owners. So this is all intentional. And walked out of the airport. It was the shiny head that gave him away. So it. So the guy is not the, well, he's maybe the shiniest bulb, but not the brightest. No. So he apparently used the luggage on at least two different trips to Washington, and it's all captured on video. What in the world? They were, they were trailing the guy. What did she have in there, Gucci? No, it was a Vera, hold on a second here. There's, oh, it says. It's not a Vera Wang, it's a Vera Bradley. Seriously? I don't know. What's it's up not with even the in style anymore. Come on. Well, it was worth over $2,000, which makes it a felony. Oh. Ho, ho, ho. So anyway, um, Brenton uh, said it was a mistake. He blamed it on being tired, and he took the wrong bag. Oh, the guy's got a goatee now. That's kind of not a good look. Mm-mm. Not go a back. good look. Let's shave that off, too. According to... Um, According to police, the guy is 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 facing some some big time you know a big time jail sentence. Here. Oof. Could be up to what five years in jail, ten thousand dollar fine. Sounds like Biden's going to have to find a replacement or both. I got to tell you, well, I guess it turned out that his non-binary nuclear official came uh, with uh, baggage. Oh, ho, 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 ho. you had to go there, Tom. <laughs> now the question, Grace Baker. And this is a personal question. Oh, no. Can I ask you a personal question here? I guess. I'll do my best. It's to Tuesday. Most of the nation is under a severe storm alert, so we're all probably going to die. We're hungered down. Um, if you, if Mr. Producer, I just, so Mr. Producer, who, and let me, let me preface all of this by saying both you and Mr. Producer are very uh, loving, caring, good, church going people uh-huh. in a great relationship. Okay. All right. So if Mr. Producer had a love child. Oh, no. And you knew about this love child, all right? So, and and you have... Okay, hypothetically. Would you welcome the love child into the family? And and would you, at Christmas time, put up a Christmas stocking for the love child who now lives with you? I have two things. First of all, is is the mama still in the picture? I would like to know that. But secondly... Regardless, I would do my best to welcome the love child. So you would do that. So at Christmas yes. time, there would be a little stocking. Oh, yeah. I so would have like little, little Merlot yeah, little and little, um, little Grace Johnny. Jr. No, it's not Grace Jr. <laughs> if Mr. Producer had a love child with somebody else. Okay. Oh, well, that's true. Is that well, what we're saying? No, but little Grace Jr. would be your child. Oh, oh okay. Okay. Little yeah. um, what, Johnny. What, Johnny. <laughs> I don't know why we always use Johnny for these examples. Poor Johnny. Why don't we say little Carl? Carl. Carl the love love child. All right. So you would do that. Yeah, I would welcome in the family. So what's up with the Bidens? 
Have you seen this? I this saw is a crazy it. It story. Again. I thought and this was old. I was like, oh, no. no, this is new. This is two years in a row. Oh. So the Bidens, they have all the big White House Christmas decorations up, and they've got all the stockings hung with care. Even for the dogs. In hopes that St. Nicholas would soon be there. Even the dogs. That's right. The dogs Isn't have there their- a cat? There's a cat, too. <laughs> I don't know. I think they have a cat, too. I don't, think, I don't think the cat got anything. Oh. Cats don't like Christmas. They're atheist. So- I so here we oh, I'm just I, I retract that I'm about to get some I'm gonna angry get the calls, calls from cat I'm gonna ladies. get the calls so anyway Hunter Biden's love child got snubbed again poor little thing how did they not how did they not learn honor? their lesson <laughs> just learn your lesson from last year how did the pets have a stocking so and not the child Hunter and the ex-wife their three daughters were represented along with the um, the ex-wife's new husband. Oh, no. Oh, my God. No. Oh, wait a second. They do have, a, the, yes, Willow, the cat, does See? have his own stocking. See? This Even is horrible. Cat. Hunter's four-year-old daughter, Navy Jones. Navy. Do you name your child Navy? No, that's like a color. Navy blue. All right, here we go. No, thanks. Hunter's four-year-old daughter was born out of wedlock to former stripper London Roberts. This was back in 2018. The first family reportedly has not met the child. How do you not meet your grandchild? That's weird. Well, you know, in fairness, they may be keeping the child away from Joe. Yeah, he does like to sniff the hair. It's it's that sniffing thing. Yeah, say, yeah, Grandpa Joe. He's just, they tell stories about it. Under court agreements, Hunter would provide Roberts with an undisclosed amount of monthly child support and provide health care coverage for the, um, the love child. But they're not. Um, but they're not uh, going to be giving the kid Christmas presents. That's just sad, isn't that? I just so- think that's sad, and it's like, come on. And so I, you, they're doing it on purpose, right? They've got to be. Like, there's no. Oh, oops, we forgot you. Like, this is on purpose. That family is screwed up. Oh yeah, to and, say the least. And and I'm telling you, I yes, you're a grown adult. You're responsible for your own actions. But if you grew up in a home where you were abused. Let's just say, for example, you had to take, you know, naked showers with your father, and then you write about it in your diary, and then you forget about that diary, and you left it in a halfway house. I mean, just hypothetically speaking, of course. Oh, yeah, totally. Uh, and then someone finds that um, that diary under the mattress in the halfway house. Yeah, uh, I could see where you would be messed up. And you couldn't blame the kid. No, and especially if, let's say, you're the son and you didn't get to take the naked showers, and you felt left out or abandoned, and then you turned to drugs, and now you have you're you know have an affinity for Parmesan cheese. It happens. Yes, and hookers. It happens. It happens. I mean, it's not a made-for-TV story. This is the Biden family crime syndicate we're talking about. True. That family is messed up. So honestly, maybe out of all the people there maybe the love child has the best shot of escaping all of that being normal exactly. yes who would have thought that you know having the mother who is a stripper what that's actually the better thing yeah that's a bizarre world it's disgusting it is disgusting but the mainstream media they don't want to talk about that they don't want to talk they don't want to talk about the non-binary dude they were shoving down everybody's throat as you know mr america he's amazing and now all of a sudden the guy's facing five years in prison and a ten thousand dollar fine because he stole an actual woman's luggage 
I wonder if he wore any... Well, never mind. I don't, I don't, don't even want to know. There. Don't want to go there. All right, 844-747-8868. No, Grace, I'm not going to ask people, what would you do if you if you had a love child? No, we're not doing that. 844-747-8868. This is the Todd Stern Show. There's no doubt the nation is facing a financial crisis because of the Biden administration's economic policies. Hi, this is Todd Starnes, and no doubt our economy is in trouble, and you need to take steps to protect yourself. Now, if all your money is tied up in stocks, bonds, and traditional markets, you are vulnerable. Gold is one of the best ways to protect your retirement. No matter what happens, you own your gold. It's real, physical. It's always been valuable since the dawn of time. Legacy Precious Metals is the company I trust for investing in gold, and they can help you roll your retirement account into a gold-backed IRA where you still own the physical gold. They can also ship the gold and precious metals safely and securely to your house. Did you know a million dollars worth of gold can actually fit inside a shoebox? Call Legacy at 866-528-1903 or visit them online at LegacyPMInvestments.com. That's LegacyPMInvestments.com. Uh, by the way, you got Mike Pence out there now saying that Trump should apologize for dining with the uh, the Jew haters. Who was it? It was Kanye West, and you got Milo, Milo Yiannopoulos and Nick Fuentes. Why in the world would you allow anybody? I, I just want to know who on Trump's staff allowed that to happen. Who was responsible for letting that happen? What a mess. So now you got Pence saying uh, Trump's got to apologize, says it was despicable. Uh, Willard Mitt Romney calling Trump a GOP gargoyle. I have no idea what that's all about. But I will say this, and I don't say this in defense of the president. Um, he's got to answer for this, and I think he knows he made a mistake here. I think he knows it was a, it was a misstep, and it was a bad one. And he's going to have to figure out, and he will do it. He will figure out how to work his way through all of this. But I just want to say that if you think that eating with a neo-Nazi is bad, then what do you think about Joe Biden spending our tax dollars to fund and arm neo-Nazis in Ukraine? Anybody want to talk about that? I don't think so. 844-747-8868. Let's go to Georgia. Ricky listening to us on WDUN. Hey, Ricky, what's going on? Well, Todd, I just wanted to let you know that uh, the reason the Democrats or the reason Warnock doing so good in early voting is because they only opened up on Saturday and Sunday in the Democrat area, Fulton County and DeKalb County and Rockdale County. I think Ross... Uh, the Secretary of State come out and said that you couldn't vote on Saturday after a holiday, and then the Democrats went to court and won that case, and so the Republicans haven't done anything about it. They let them go ahead and vote, but when one part of the state gets to vote and everybody in the state doesn't get to vote, it doesn't seem like that's a fair playing field. No, it, it's not. This election should be illegal from the beginning. And, Ricky, you're telling me the Republicans didn't push back or fight back, try to appeal it? I have not heard anything. Have you? 
No, I haven't, but I'm I'm not in Georgia, so I I would not know that. But uh, that would be troubling. Uh, so, did you try to go vote in your in your neighborhood on Saturday? No, I did not because the precincts were not open. So they were closed. Wow. They opened up yesterday. Ricky, it you, you just hate to think this, but the, Repu- the Republicans can't be screwing this up. I mean, they just can't. But where are they at? Where's the Georgia Republican? Where's the governor? You know, I mean. By the way, by the way, Ricky, uh, we got word that apparently there is not going to be a Trump rally. So the president is not going to be coming to Georgia. Uh, That's the early word we're getting right now. So if that's the case, um, this could be difficult for Herschel Walker. Very difficult. you ought to do some investigating on why these three counties or ever how many Democrat counties got to vote and the rest of us didn't get to vote on Saturday. Ricky, we're going to look into that. I, I'll be honest with you. I just don't know much about that. But uh, we'll do some checking. And, uh, Grace, let's maybe we can reach out to our friend Martha Zoller. Maybe she can give us some intel. Uh, she is in the know there in Georgia. All right, folks, we got to take a break. 844-747-8868. That is our toll-free telephone number. Our website, by the way, is toddstarns.com. Be sure to check out the stories there, and uh, we'll be right back. Stick around, everybody. Hi, everyone. If you've been injured in an accident that was not your fault, listen up. We have legal professionals standing by to answer your questions for free. Call now and find out if you have a case and how much it's potentially worth. Call 800-702-5400. I'm here with spokesman John Wolfe. So, John, tell everyone listening who should call right now. Well, Maria, first off, thank you for having me here. It's always nice to answer the listeners' questions. Now, as far as who should call in, anyone who's been injured in an accident and think you deserve compensation, give us a call right now. 800-702-5400. You'll find out if you have a case and how much it's potentially worth. Thanks, John. You heard it, folks. Take advantage of this opportunity and call now. 800-702-5400. Advertisement sponsored by Legal Help Center may not be available in all states. Live from the Liberty University studio in Memphis, Tennessee, it's Common Sense Conservative Commentary from Todd Starnes. That's us, that's right, I love this American ride. All right, hello America, welcome to the Todd Starnes Radio Program. So happy to have you with us today. Very busy news day. We are waiting for the U.S. Senate to vote on the Disrespect for Marriage Act. A lot of people very concerned about that, including high-level Catholics and evangelicals. And so we're going to get to that story. Also, a little bit later on this hour, our good buddy Jim Jordan is going to be here uh, giving us an update on the investigations planned for January. And Mark Meckler from Convention of States is going to drop by. There's a brand-new poll out. Most Americans, majority actually, don't trust that our elections are fair and accurate. And based on what happened in Arizona yesterday, I, I have no doubt that the uh, the poll is accurate. But right now, I want to go to the Patriot Mobile Newsmaker line. We're uh, just honored to have 
the spokesman for Newsmax TV, one of our favorite, favorite TV channels. He is also the national press secretary for uh, President Trump uh, and his reelection bid, our good buddy Hogan Gidley. Hey, Hogan, how's it going today? Hey, how's it going, Todd? I uh, hope things are well with you. You guys had a great Thanksgiving. You know, it was it was good. My Tennessee Volunteers won, and I guess you got to be happy. Uh, Lane Kiffin is staying put there in hottie toddy land. Yeah, it was pretty good. I was over in uh, Arkansas doing some duck hunting like we do every Thanksgiving, and uh, boy, I got an earful of what was going on and what wasn't going on. And of course, um, Auburn ended up getting Hugh Freeze, one of our old coaches. So. Kind of a kind of little silly season going on in the SEC and with recruiting starting and all that kind of fun stuff, but it looks like everyone's kind of settling back in and on to next year, I guess. You know, it's funny. Normally, we see a, a little downtick uh, on you know our web traffic during Thanksgiving, but not terribly much. But this year, it was like people said, we're done with politics. We're going to have our turkey. We're watching the football games on Saturday. We'll see you when we get back. <laughs> people were just tired. <laughs> Absolutely. And, you know, we were talking, I, I was on another show, a television program, and they were talking about how folks are, are begging their relatives not to talk about politics at the dinner table. And I said, look, in the South, at the very least, we're already so angry about football. I don't know why you want to bring politics into it. We're already, it. we're already fighting over what teams are on the field, for heaven's sakes. We don't want to talk about politics, too. It's a fair. It's a fair point, uh, Hogan. You're just you're just asking for problems. <laughs> it's true, especially if you're in a divided home. You know, for, you know, my mother was sure. a big Alabama fan. That was tragic, uh, but mm-hmm. but you know, to your point, I get it. Uh, Hogan, there's a, there's a lot of political news taking place today. Of course, Republicans, 12 Senate Republicans joining the Democrats, they're going to shove through this uh, Respect for Marriage Act. It's got a lot of people very concerned. Just a reminder of what President Trump was dealing with uh, on these renegade Republicans that would side with the Democrats on some of these key culture issues. Yeah, look, I think the culture wars have been going on for a long time. We didn't start this fight, but we're happy to, to engage with it. But, you know, you, you just pointed something I think a lot of people kind of didn't understand and still don't get to some degree, and that is political realities exist on the ground in a lot of these places that prevent you from from finishing what you started in a lot of ways. You saw that with the wall, for example, uh, trying to get funding for, for securing our southern border. There were a lot of Republicans out there who today are all bullish on the wall. Today are, are traveling down to the southern border all the time talking about it. But back then, they were standing with the old guard, the Bush Republicans, of leaving the border wide open. And when you actually have to cast votes on these issues, you start to see, wait a minute, it's a little hard to get people to come along to the president's way of thinking in a lot of ways. And it's easy when you're in the minority to rally around the word no. Because it, it doesn't have to be nuanced. But you see this with the squad uh, and, and the, the, the factions of, um, you know, our, our esteemed senator from, from West Virginia, Joe Manchin, for example. When you're in power, you've got to learn how to deal with each other in a different way than you do when you're out of power. And so with Republicans taking the gavel, for example, um, in the House, you're going to see Republicans, I, I think, fracture to touch on, on, on some issues because we're going to be the ones pushing forward the agenda. You saw, obviously, as you mentioned, in the Trump White House, some of the, the defections we had. Uh, you're seeing some of that continue through today uh, in the U.S. Senate 
you know, basically doing a lot of things the constituents don't want them to do uh, with a with a you know DC knows best mentality, and and that's always a problem, not just for the here and now, but for future uh, elections uh, in their own states. It's look, it's a fair point, and you know the. The reality is there are so many things, so many dumpster fires the Republicans in the House are going to have to to put out. Uh, we had James Comer on uh, the, the show a couple of days ago. He's saying upwards of at least 40 or 50 investigations they can think of just right out of the gate, uh, looking sure. at so much of the corruption. You know, it's you know we were telling people you, you had um, a Biden official, the first non-binary uh, Department of Energy official, arrested and charged with stealing a woman's luggage. I mean, this is, Hogan, if, if you could imagine this being a Trump-level official, that would have been wall-to-wall news coverage. Nobody's covering it outside of the conservative media. Oh, please. If, if, if any of the Trump people did what, what, what uh, Joe Biden does on a regular basis, we'd all be in jail right now. That, that's kind of lamenting the obvious. I think we just need to fight smarter and on better grounds. Look, if we're going to do these investigations, which I'm all for, by the way, you need to make sure that the outcome isn't one you've predetermined and your investigation is an attempt to get to that outcome. Okay, January 6th is a great example of that. What a political show trial that was. Donald Trump's guilty of everything. He did everything wrong. Now watch us just bring forth a bunch of witnesses, quote unquote, who can corroborate what we're trying to cram down to the American people, the lie that Donald Trump had something to do with January 6th. Conversely, though, when the, when the Republicans take control of the House, you can't have investigations with a predetermined outcome. You may know what the outcome is going to be, but what it has to do in the public is bring them along to your way of thinking and, and let the evidence lead you to the outcome and the conclusion. And I'll give you a great example. If this Hunter Biden laptop investigation is done properly, I really think by its own natural course, the investigation will shift away from a Hunter Biden investigation directly into a Joe Biden investigation. The two are so inextricably linked, more and more evidence comes out, the people are going to see just how corrupt this family is. And I think that, to me, is is a way that the Republicans can really gain some credibility, but also expose corruption that the elite have been participating in for years and years and years, and no one's held them to account. On the Patriot Mobile Newsmaker line, our good friend Hogan Gidley. Hogan, um, certainly a, a lot of controversy surrounding this Kanye West dinner. I want to say this, and the President Trump said he didn't know who this Fuentes guy was. You know, I just did a random survey of a bunch of people, and most people didn't know who this guy was either. Um, certainly he knew who Kanye West was. But there's been a lot of – the president's getting a lot of uh, heat uh, from, you know, the, the, the typical people, Mike Pence. Um, Steve Bannon's upset at the Trump staff for letting this this happen. How's the president doing here, and is the president – is he going to be coming out and, and speaking any more on this? Well, first things first, I heard you introduce me, and far be it for me to correct the host here. I, I'm not the – I'm not working on his reelect campaign as a spokesperson or any other way for that matter. I think it was a national press secretary for the last reelection in 2020. I think is where the, the, the miscommunication may have occurred, but I, I will tell you, look, there are countless people that get in front of Republican and Democrat politicians that slip through the cracks or that no one really knows who they are until a picture ta- is taken and a picture resurfaces 
and that can be problematic for the individual. I don't know where the failure was here, if it was at the staff level, if it was at the Kanye West level, if it was he just showed up and decided to bring this guy. But but let's be honest. I mean, with the thousands and thousands of people that hold court in front of the president, uh, either planned or unplanned, you never know how some of these folks actually slip in there. You know, I, I think Donald Trump saying he doesn't know anything about this guy is a, is a good start and a good place to be from a messaging standpoint because you can't be associated with people who have such clear anti-Semitic views and thoughts. Uh, Donald Trump has done more for the Jewish community than any president in history, has stood up for, for them after decades of politicians talking about doing things, uh, you know, it, it, for example, moving the embassy to Jerusalem. Um, everyone talked about it. No one did it. He did. That's just one of the other things, not to mention recognizing the Golan Heights and other things. So his record is unblemished. So he's got some credibility here to say, I didn't know who this person was. Uh, and so hopefully, uh, as the facts bear bear witness here, that, that uh, Donald Trump really had nothing to do with that uh, in any shape, form, or fashion. Whether he comes out and says something else about it, we'll, we'll, sure. we'll wait and see. And my apologies for getting your titles. You're just, uh, I mean, you've done a lot in your career, uh, Hogan. It's hard <laughs> to keep up with all of this stuff. But No, no I'm sorry. That's fine. I just... I remember talking to someone over at your staff beforehand, and I, I probably wasn't clear enough because I'm running 90 miles an hour here. But, you know, it's all I still good. talk to the president frequently, so that's fine. It's all good. And, and again, I think the point is there are people always – always trying to, to, to do something to this president. And I take everything with a grain of salt until, you know, until we get the full story. Um, and that, that well, and I think see, we should all do that. That's something you do that the media does not give that same courtesy to anybody on the right. Even the so conservative it's media. Mali- it's always malicious when we try to do something. It, it's, it's just happenstance or by accident whenever a Democrat does it. So uh, you, you, your point is very well taken. And and unfortunately, a lot of conservative media are doing the same thing now because they've chosen sides, and I get it, and people can do that. You know, it's America, but at least be fair about it. And and that's all we're trying to do is get is get people to be fair and just see how all of this plays out. So there you go. Great. All right, Hogan, good stuff as always, and uh, we always appreciate you coming on. And, folks, you, you can see Hogan Gedley on Newsmax all the time where he is a, a spokesperson and contributor there. Hogan, appreciate your time. Thanks so much, Todd. Talk to you soon. God bless. All right, Hogan Gedley, everybody, from Newsmax, and um, there you have it. Look, it's – I mean, the president, he came out and he addressed this, and typically he doesn't address this kind of stuff – so you need to you need to read between the lines here and uh, and let's see how all of this plays out. But uh, I think Steve Bannon pretty pretty much nailed it. Who who in that staff decided this was a good idea? Because I don't think the president really knew who this guy was. I would say most people unless you are well versed in the who's who of the neo-Nazi movement would have no idea who this guy is. Steve Bannon says the staff should know that. The staff should be on top of that. The staff should be doing interventions into this, if that's the case, and make sure this type of thing doesn't happen. And he's absolutely right. He said, Bannon says, the meeting was intended to insult Trump, put Trump in his place, and make it seem as though the former president lacks judgment. Bannon also pointed out to the onslaught of criticism Trump has faced from former supporters such as John Bolton, who served as Trump's national security advisor. 
And to that point, Breitbart has thrown in with Ron DeSantis. So you're not going to get fair and balanced coverage out of Breitbart. Rupert Murdoch has already thrown in behind DeSantis. So you're not going to get any fair and balanced coverage of Trump on Fox News. One of the few places you're at, and by the way, Daily Wire, yeah, they, no, they're go, they're done. They they have already jumped off the Trump bandwagon. I think one of the only places you're going to get fair and balanced coverage is Newsmax and right here at the Todd Stearns Radio Show. And I just call, we call balls and strikes. That's what we do here. All right, got to take a break. Uh, let's, uh, we're going to get to the phones when we get back, 844-747-8868. That's a toll-free telephone number. That's 844-747-8868. Do you stand with President Trump or are you done now? We'll be right back. All right, people. Heads up, we've got Congressman Jim Jordan, who is going to drop by, give us an update on all the uh, the latest investigations and whatnot. Also, Mark Meckler is going to be here from the Convention of States. Uh, but right now, I want to go to the phones, 844-747-8868. Steve in Arkansas. Steve, what's on your mind? Uh, the conversation you just had with Mr. Gidley kind of put an idea in my mind. Uh, I think it'd be a good idea for Nancy Pelosi's legacy and Joe Biden and Xi Jinping are such big buddies. I think the Democrats ought to a- offer that crack uh, insurrection investigation committee that they put together to the Chinese to go over there and help Xi Jinping get to the bottom of this big insurrection that's going on in China. By their, by their definition, that's what's going on over there. It's an insurrection and I mean, I don't know of a better expert in the world right now on insurrections than the Democratic Party here in the United States. Well, that is a that, that that's a fair assessment of things, Steve. Uh, look, the Biden administration—they're not going to do anything uh, when it comes to these Chinese protests, and we know that from yesterday uh, when Corinne Jean Pierre was asked about this over and over and over again. They are more apt to actually crack down on Twitter than they are these communists that are beating the citizens in the street and that are locking these citizens and they're literally welding them into their apartment building, Steve. And the reason why is very simple. The Chinese own Joe Biden and his family. It's it's that simple. So they're not going to be they're not going to be lifting a finger to help those freedom fighters over there. I've listened to the Democrats in the House cry for two years that they had really straightened this stuff out here. If they had uh, uh, not impeachment, but uh, uh, prosecution powers and could actually put people in prison and prosecute and and, uh, stuff, they could go over there and get together with the Chinese government and they could show the world really how this is supposed to operate. I think they're really missing a heck of an opportunity to show their true selves. It is a fair point you raise, Steve. Um, But the reality is uh, these are very bad people we're dealing with. I mean, we're talking about one of the most, if not the most corrupt uh, administration in modern political history, the Biden administration. And the, the uh, the amount of crime and corruption 
is off the charts, and I truly hope that Jim Jordan and James Comer are going to be able to get to the bottom of all of this. I truly do. Steve, God bless you, and uh, thanks for the call. By the way, you folks in the in the southern states, be careful today. Something, what, 80 million people under some sort of a severe weather warning today. It's uh, not looking good out there. Uh, when we come back, uh, we're going to be talking with Congressman Jim Jordan. Also, the White House says they may investigate Twitter because too many people are now returning to the platform. And the media is very upset, and the media is actually advocating for censorship, the censorship of Twitter. Never thought I'd see a day in America when the drive-by media would want to shut down free speech. But there you go. Welcome to America. All right, folks, got to take a break here. 844-747-8868. That is our toll-free telephone number. Do you believe the staff failed President Trump? We'll be right back, America. Folks, welcome back to the Todd Stearns Radio Program. Happy to have you with us today. 844-747-8868. That is our telephone number. I want to uh, go right now to the Patriot Mobile Newsmaker line. Uh, great to have with us our friend from uh, Ohio, Congressman Jim Jordan. Uh, Congressman, hope you're doing well today. I'm doing fine, Todd. I hope, uh, hope you are as well. hope you had a great Thanksgiving week. And and likewise, you know, my Tennessee Volunteers won. I know it was Vanderbilt, but uh, we we finished strong. And I, my condolences to Ohio State. <laughs> it was a tough week. It was a tough week for Buckeye fans. But, it is. Uh, but you guys are still going to get into the, uh, the, the the playoffs. Well, I don't know. I mean, I guess it depends on what, what USC, what, what happens with them in the, in the Pac-10. Uh, it seems to me if they win, it might be a tough case to make. They're going to get in ahead of USC, but we'll have to. We'll have to see. You know, Congressman, uh, we were uh, looking at some White House um, audio from yesterday. I I don't want to play this, but basically uh, spokesperson Corinne Jean-Pierre says the White House is going to be keeping a close eye on Twitter. Uh, This is a little disconcerting because no one bothered to ask the question, why? Why would you want to keep a close eye on Twitter? Yeah. Well, I think not right exactly. I think it's, you know, about, mis- quote, misinformation, malinformation, you know, disinformation, all the stuff that they, they talk about. But but this is, the, this is the same White House who told us that inflation was temporary. This is the same White House uh, who, who told us time and time again things that were just absolutely wrong about the COVID virus. You know, they said it didn't come from a lab. It wasn't gain-of-function research. It wasn't our tax money used there to lab that the vaccinated couldn't get it, you know, and on and on. So time and time again, they've told us things that were not true. Uh, and they tried to set up the, the disinformation governance board, and now they're going to be the, the, the arbiters of what's what's factual. I mean, it's it's crazy, but um, I think the country sees through it, and the country appreciates Elon Musk, uh, his, his commitment to free speech. It, it does, and I think it says a lot about the fact that so many people are now going back to, to Twitter. I never thought I would see the day in America where you actually had the media calling for censorship of American citizens. And the, the ultimate issue is, here is they are no longer allowed to control the narrative, at least on Twitter, and that terrifies the yeah. left. Yeah, it does. Uh, today's left, we've talked about this before, Todd, but today's left, 
they don't believe in the First Amendment. And, and they, they, today's left says if you don't agree with them, you're not allowed to talk. And if you try, we're going to call you racist. We're going to call you names. We're going to come after you. We're going to try to cancel you. We're come after your employer, your family. They don't care. That 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 is how much the the, the politics drives them uh, versus you know the, the the First Amendment. And it's it's frightening where they want to go. But the country, we've seen phenomenal growth in our Twitter over. Um, over the last several uh, weeks and months with, with Elon Musk and Shaw. I mean, we'd never had, which just tells you how much they were throttling back our reach and our communications on that platform before Elon Musk got there. Well, let's talk about, let's talk about what happens in January. I know investigations are, are coming. We had Congressman Comer on yesterday. Uh, he's telling us that there are just so many areas that need to be examined and investigated. Uh, what about you? Where, what's the starting point for you? Well, the, uh, the, the big concern is how political the Justice Department has become. And under that umbrella, you got what they did to the school boards. You got this, this idea that every case is being categorized as a domestic violence extremism case when, when they're not. Uh, and then, of course, you got the, the, what happened in the run-up to the 2020 election where big tech with big media under the pretext of the 51 former intel officials signing this letter uh, – uh, saying that the, the Hunter Biden story had to quote earmarks of being a Russian disinformation campaign. All that was used to suppress that story and keep it from we the people just days before the most important election. All that's under this umbrella of how political the Justice Department has become. That's, that's where we think you have to focus, because I, I say this all the time. America is the greatest nation in history, but America is not America if you have a Justice Department that doesn't that, that treats people differently under the law. It's supposed to be equal treatment under the law, and we do not have that right now. So that's where we're really going to focus on the uh, on the Judiciary Committee. On the Patriot Mobile Newsmaker line, our good friend Congressman Jim Jordan. Uh, Congressman, you look at the, um, the next Speaker of the House. Uh, there was a big story up on Breitbart yesterday. Uh, conservatives are concerned that if uh, George, if um, if McCarthy, Kevin McCarthy, doesn't get the votes, this could become a floor fight, and the Democrats could take advantage of all of that. Uh, where do you stand on that? Well, I, I'm, I'm, I hope that that Leader McCarthy is is, is going to be Speaker McCarthy. Um, I think, as I've said, I, I think on your show and others, I think he's done a good job of keeping our team together and focused on on defending truth and getting facts to the country. Uh, you saw that. I always point to the impeachment several years ago when the Democrats did their first impeachment of President Trump. Ridiculous impeachment. The conventional wisdom was every single uh, uh, Democrat in the House was going to vote to impeach President Trump, and several Republicans were going to join him. We go through that four-month ordeal, getting the facts out there, fighting and, 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 and going through it, and it was just the opposite. Every single Republican in the House of Representatives voted not to impeach President Trump. Several Democrats joined us. One Democrat switched parties and is now been reelected twice and is a great member of the Republican conference, uh, Jeff Andrews. So um, th- that's what happens when you stick together as a team and recognize where the left wants to go is so dangerous. We had better stick together and oppose them. So um, that's what I hope happens. But we'll, uh, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll know here in five weeks. Have you been able to talk to folks? You know, Andy Biggs has been pretty outspoken about this. Uh, Congressman Ralph Norman was on the show last week uh, as well. Have you guys had conversations with, with your colleagues? We're trying to. I'm, I'm talking with all kinds of members uh, about the, the the situation and why I think it makes sense to um, you know have our team unified and focused on stopping the left. Um, I, I think Ralph and Andy are great guys and they're good. They're good friends as well. 
uh, we'll just have to work through this as a family, and I, I think we can. And um, and then be ready to hit the ground running to repeal those eighty seven thousand IRS agents to do the investigations that need done to to get to begin to get a handle on this crazy spending the Democrats have given us. Uh, deal with energy, the border, all those issues we have to deal with. Yeah, look, I mean, with what's happening in the Senate today, uh, we're waiting on this vote for the the Disrespect for Marriage Act. I think that has to go back to the House. Um, that's some scary stuff because it's going to put a bullseye on every uh, every Christian church in America. You've got the Catholics, uh, the Evangelicals, everybody's fighting against this thing, um, and you you know it could come down to to whatever happens in the House of Representatives. Well, and it comes on the heels. This is how serious this is. It comes on the heels of the Justice Department, again, unequal treatment under the law, the Justice Department going after pro-life activists, they, 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 they kick in the door of the pro-life leader outside of Philadelphia, arrest him in front of his wife and seven children for something the local judge and local law enforcement said wasn't a crime. The U.S. attorney does has the FBI kick his door in? Like, wh- what is going on here? So you, you couple all that together and the, the attack on people that have a different political belief or different religious uh, uh, focus than than the, you know the, the conventional wisdom and power is 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 just scary stuff. Um, and again, it, it goes back to this. I think the overriding issue that is of such concern to us in the Judiciary Committee is the, is the political nature of our Justice Department today. It's it's terrifying. And again, you know, going back to what we still don't know uh, about what happened on January the 6th, that we, we, we do know, mm-hmm. we now know that there were a number of FBI agents and informants involved in the planning and the execution of whatever happened. And, you know, my question, I'd love for you to ask this, why, why didn't the FBI intervene and stop the attack on the Capitol? Yeah, well, well, and, and look, we know that there was all kinds of uh, undercover agents and informants involved in the situation in Michigan. Um, th- th- uh, just another concern we have, we know that Timothy Tebolt, because of a whistleblower who went to Senator Grassley, Timothy Tebolt was involved in suppressing evidence about the Hunter Biden story. I mean, on and on it goes. At our Justice Department, issue after issue, incident after incident, and that is what I think is, um, as you said, uh, just just frightening. All right, uh, Congressman, we're going to leave it there. Uh, look forward to uh, many conversations down the road, and uh, look forward to getting to the bottom of a lot of this weaponization of the DOJ. Thank you, sir. You bet. Thank you, Todd. Take care, brother. All right, Congressman Jim Jordan uh, on the Patriot Mobile Newsmaker line, and you heard him. He's 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 going to go ahead and support McCarthy. And uh, we'll see how that goes. But they're clearly talking uh, to Andy Biggs and talking to Ralph Norman and others who are who are who say they're they're going to fight and they're not going to they're not going to change their votes. 844-747-8868. That is our toll free telephone number. That's 844-747-8868. Folks, President Trump already announced Ron DeSantis now rising fast in the polls. Newsmax is now conducting an urgent poll. Do you want Donald Trump or Ron DeSantis as your guy in 2024? Big question here. And Newsmax wants to know what you think, Trump versus DeSantis. You can take part in their poll by texting the word skip 
39747. That's skip to 39747. It literally takes just a second to let your voice be heard. You know, every day I watch Newsmax. It's news I can trust. And by the way, they're actually beating CNN in some of the key ratings now. The growth has been amazing. So many people are making the switch to Newsmax. And Newsmax wants to know your opinion. Trump versus DeSantis, who do you support? Text skip to 39747. All right, folks, let's get right back to those phone lines here. 844-747-8868. Keith in North Carolina. Hey, Keith, what's on your mind? Well, hello, Todd. You're from the dialogue that I heard while I was driving down the road. It sounds like you had a great Thanksgiving, and that's good. Well, thank you very much. It was very nice. I appreciate you say you asking about it. Yes, well, what I, well the reason that I called, I, uh, I put the blame squarely upon the gatekeeper of Donald Trump, because I, I explained to Grace, when I went to visit a friend of mine who he's the general manager of a major food distribution company in central, uh, well, I'm just going to say in the Mid-South. And even though we've known each other since the fourth grade and I had a prearranged an appointment and it was for the rest of the day once I arrived, his personal assistant Googled me, uh, uh, YouTubed me, and did a deep dive to find out if there was anything negative about me that could be a, in, in any way whatsoever attached to her boss. And that's just, she. he's not the CEO of the company. He's not the governor of the state. He certainly wasn't the former president and current presidential candidate for the United States, uh, for the, you know, president of the United States, that was the gatekeeper's fault. I would not have been allowed to see him, even though we are long-term friends, if she would have found something without first talking to him about it, I wouldn't have been, I wouldn't have been allowed in. I was just sitting up there in the waiting room. So, so Keith, a couple of things about what you say, and, and you're, you're right. You know, I've been to Mar-a-Lago several times. And every time I've been, which has been at the request of the president, guess what had to happen? Uh, they they got my Social Security number. They ran a background check. And they screened me before I was allowed to step foot on, you know, on Mar-a-Lago. So somebody clearly knew who Milo was and Kanye and Nick Fuentes. Somebody knew. Uh, the question is, who was responsible for that? I suspect they've already been given the heave-ho. <laughs> If they haven't been, then there's a, there's another problem. There. Uh, yes, sir. Yes, sir. All right, Keith. Appreciate the call and thanks for uh, thanks for listening, Grace Baker. I'm curious. There's a story in my stack of stuff here. Yes. The headline: Being a cheap date is suddenly a major plus. So was Mister was Mister Producer? Did did he lavish you with gifts and fine chocolates? And sparkling apple cider, you know, and whatnot. He did bring me flowers multiple times and bought me like coffee, but you know, nothing crazy. So the, we're, we were college students. Well, on the, a consu- budget. the consumer price index. This is interesting. The consumer price index. Uh, they've been monitoring 
all these things like flowers and restaurants. They're saying the price of restaurant meals is up 17%. I believe that. Alcoholic beverages, and I know you're a a cran apple girl. Uh, Alcoholic beverages up 12%. Woof. That's an expensive cocktail. Are you ready for this? The average date night. Average date night. Now, here in the South, now correct me if I'm wrong, but average date night would be, I don't know, Chick-fil-A. I was going to say dinner and a movie. And then maybe a movie. You know, dinner and a movie. So what are the, what's, I haven't been to a movie in ages. Really? I love going to the movie How much theater. does a movie ticket cost? Last time I went, it cost us, during the day, it cost us like 22 together. So right. 11 bucks a ticket. And then do you, you got to buy the, uh, the, popcorn, the popcorn, water, soda, whatever. Going to run you about another 15, 20 bucks. Oh my word. Can't Probably. you bring your own? Well, you sneak it in, but that's a whole nother conversation. The average date night costs $98. That's a little high. I was going to guess around 80 though. It's pretty expensive, especially if you want to go to eat anywhere besides like Chick-fil-A, like just to sit down. So a dating app called Plenty of Fish, they, they did a survey. 8,000 people they surveyed. So that's a pretty good survey. Yeah. Nearly half of single Gen Zers and millennials have suggested or taken someone on a less expensive date due to inflation and the current economic environment. Interesting. So I – oh, this is interesting. Natanya Malik-Gazik, she's 35, almost exclusively goes on walks for first dates. Hey, that is a cheap date. After a string of bad matches, she decided to incorporate dating into an activity that all already brings her joy, walking around Prospect Park in Brooklyn. Oh, that was my old neighborhood park, by the way. I think that's a great idea, though. I like that. If it's not a match, neither of us needs to feel resentful that we invested our time or money, and we can instead feel glad that we got to walk in nature. Get some exercise. Oh, Lord. She runs the Diversity, Equity, and Inclusion Consulting Firm. Oh, there it goes. Well, that's why she can't find a man. Oh, all it's right. not the walks, honey. Oh boy! Uh, those who had pre-screening, those who had been pre-screening their matches with a phone or video chat to get an initial read on a possible date, are now using the same strategy as a money-saving uh, tactic. Daniela Lerma, age twenty-nine, has extensive text conversations with her dating app matches before meeting up in real life. I mean, that's definitely. I thought you were about to say the video chat was a date. That's not a date. So what you do, I mean, what are people doing now? Going to the Kroger, they're getting a loaf of white bread, get some bologna, and God, get some, what do they call the fake sodas? They're not like Dr. Pepper. Oh, the LaCroix. Is it Dr. LaCroix? What? <laughs> no, LaCroix. Oh, I thought you meant no, like the No, it's like the water. off-brand. No, 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 you get the oh, off-brand. Yeah, Dr. K. Or you just tap water. <laughs> oh. Put a label on it. Squeeze some lemon in there. There you go. Nobody will know the, nobody will know the difference. No way, no way. Interesting. Have I, I wonder though? Uh, how did people date back in the day? I mean, did they really spend ninety eight bucks, a hundred bucks? No, everything's gone up for a date. Nope. So now, was two hundred dollars for a date? I mean, a, a dinner, sit down, you know, take out drinks and everything. You're going to spend probably forty five bucks with tip at least. Oh my goodness! So one one guy actually asked his girlfriend to pay for half the meal. It was like she had to pay him 40 bucks via Venmo. Leave it, girl. Leave him. And there was no second date, according to the, according to the Wall Street Journal. 
All right. Uh, <laughs> wow, there you go. Hey, stick around, folks. Hour three coming up. From the Liberty University studio in Memphis, Tennessee, it's America's favorite gun-toting, Bible-clinging, deplorable American. That's us. That's right. I love this American ride. Todd Starnes. Oh, yeah. All right. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Todd Starnes Radio Program. So happy to see you uh, on our program today. Grace, I was I'm I'm getting my notes together for this uh, for this segment, and I just couldn't help notice the headline from NPR: "All we want for Christmas is spam figgy pudding." One of the most disturbing headlines I've ever seen in my what whole life. What the heck? So I, we're, we're going to get into this in just a moment. I will I will say this though: Are you you're a big soccer person or basketball? Basketball. Can I just say I don't get soccer. I, I don't watch. What's it. the point? I've played it with my husband because he likes it, but I'm just think it's boring to watch. You see, I think you know because it's kind of like the woke kind of sport, right? Because everybody has to. It's global. It's a uh, globalist. It's fair. a globalist sport. It's a globalist. Because if you. If if you go into any town, it's always all about the soccer team. But when you actually go to the soccer matches, nobody's there. Yeah. I mean nobody goes. No. Not I don't really. know why. It's not my I, I'm just I don't bl- I'm not blaming anybody. I'm just saying that it's just I don't know. Don't you feel like in America popularity it used to be baseball, but don't you feel like football has overtaken that? I feel like it's like you've got the you got the trinity of sports. You got baseball, football and basketball. That's all that Americans care about. I soccer, volleyball, uh, you know, cricket, all that other stuff. We don't care about any of that. No, it's it's a fair point. I mean, lacrosse. I mean, we've got like one of the little Stearnses uh, plays lacrosse, which is great. But I was talking to a cousin of mine, and we're like, I don't. Do you know anything about lacrosse? No, I don't know anything about lacrosse. Same I'm, with rugby, right? Which is kind of like a variation of football. Yeah, but at least there's blood involved there. You know, oh, somebody, that's a you know, tough sport. I've watched it. You know, I just, I don't know. But I'm just saying, for entertainment purposes, us Americans, soccer, we're just like, whatever. Yeah, it is what it is. They I, tried to make soccer a thing. It's just not. So right now in Memphis, we have a soccer team. Uh, do we still have a soccer team? Yes. I don't know. They come and go. We do. So we have a soccer team, and they play at the baseball stadium yes. downtown. But now they want their own stadium, and they, it's a 10,000-seat stadium. And uh, th- th- they're probably going to get it, just spending millions and millions of dollars yeah. on a 10,000-seat stadium when the average attendance is no more than 3,000 people. That's just a terrible decision. Just want to throw that out there. I'm just going to – well – just really quick, I'll say, if we were going to build a new sports stadium, I'm like, our our college basketball team here plays in the FedEx Forum, which is downtown. I'm like, can we just build a new stadium for the college team near the campus? That's but instead, we're going to build a soccer stadium that I'm sorry, no one's going to go to. Nobody goes. To, nobody wants to watch that. That's, we're a basketball city. Sorry. It, it is. It's true. Not even football. Mm. God forbid anybody says anything critical about the football program. But I'm just telling you. I love my football team. But I mean, it's it's all right. This year's not our year. No, our year. well, I mean, no. You guys are six and six. Was it the Memphis we're going Tigers? To a ball game. Yes, you're going to. And what were you guys last year? Six uh, and six. I don't. Yes, because I don't you remember. Were six and six. I'm just watching the basketball. It's team. fine. It's look. It is what it is. 
All that to say, what are we talking about here? We were talking about spam. Oh, Oh. no, we're talking about soccer because the World Cup, the United States is taking on Iran, and apparently there's bad blood. Yes. And so all I, I mean, what did we do? We took off the Islamic symbols from their flag. What the hell's wrong with you people? They're going to blow you up. You better better die. Oh, my God. You don't mess around with that, folks. No. Good Lord, man. So I'd be afraid to kick a ball. That's true. <laughs> Might explode. Oh. <laughs> Go boom. Anyway, so you got the World Cup, and I guess we have to win. And this is what I don't get about soccer. So you play for how long is the soccer match? It's like two hours. It's like seven hours. <laughs> yeah. And it's like one. It's like one to nothing. Oh, that was a massive victory. No, no, they'll draw. That's what I don't but like. They about draw soccer. here. So, so there were celebrations. One one. It's a tie. Yay, we won. We no, advance. No, you tied. I'm like we. That kind of sucks. I think we. When you tie, you lose. Exactly. You see, in real sports, that's what... No, I'm just kidding. I was, oh, no. We're going to get angry calls no, now. because the only people with a less sense of humor than the gluten-free crowd is the soccer crowd. Oh. And they're really kind of snobbish about that's it. That's a hot take. I, it, they're just kind of snobbish about it. People I, overseas are serious about their soccer, though. Maybe that's the problem. I hate Europe. <laughs> I mean, they love it because their stands no, are full time. I know, I, but but again, they don't put ice in anything, and nobody uses uh, underarm deodorant. Oh, it's problematic. Oh, that's the other sport. Hockey. And you would think like we we pulled their fat out of the fire in World War II. You would think they would at least put some ice in the drinks and uh, get some right guard. I just, <laughs> I'm just come on, <laughs> get it together. <laughs> All right. So anyway, we'll keep you updated in case anything explodes. Oh no. There. Jeez, Lou. Uh, so, <laughs> poor Kyle. He's just, he's not even, he's zoned out. I hope he doesn't like soccer. Spam, figgy pudding. This is from National Public Welfare Radio. So it is what it is. Yeah. As Thanksgiving and Christmas season returns to something like normalcy, perhaps it's time for new traditions. The mad scientist at Hormel have one idea. Spam figgy pudding. What even is figgy pudding? Why? Why? Why do they want to do that? Why? Make us Why suffer. do they want to do that? We don't have, if you don't have COVID, you're going to suffer with this. The first question is easy. Let's start with what's in classic spam. Well, it's delicious pork, and we don't need to know what's in That's the whole thing. We don't need to know what's in spam. <laughs> I was say, I don't know what's in it. You don't need to know. But the new seasonal spam is... Adds fig and orange flavors, cinnamon Ew. cloves, nutmeg, ginger, and allspice. That sounds horrible. Mixed with meat. And it will last through the apocalypse. Oh, sure. Lest you say this is a perversion of figgy pudding. No, it's not a perversion of figgy pudding. It's a perversion of Spam. <laughs> you ever had fried Spam, Grace? No. It's very good. I've had... No, with I have a little bit of mustard. Nope, haven't had it. Mm. Figgy pudding is a dense steamed cake full of raisins, currants, and brandy. It's disgusting. This is why we beat the British. They don't have good desserts. What is up with that? Unbelievable. So anyway, uh, figgy pudding. Has anybody tried this? Is it at Kroger? I haven't seen it. All right. I'm going to have to go by the potted meat aisle. Oh, no. And I do know that in my Kroger, we have an entire freezer section for chitlins. Oh, yes. yes. Or as the folks from South Carolina call it, chitterlings. Did not know that. Uh, you see, you learn something new every day. I learn stuff on, on this show every day. All right, uh, time now. We haven't done this in a long time. Uh, time now for crime news across America. 
keeping you updated on crimes sweeping across the fruited plain. I ain't scared of no po 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 This is the Starns A-P-B. Grace Baker, we start our crime news across the big pond in the land of the figgy pudding, the UK, Great Britain. A UK man miraculously survived after sustaining a broken neck, fractured spine, smashed ribs, blood in his lungs, and other car crash-evoking injuries from, wait for it, tripping over his cat. Oh, man. How big is this cat? Chris Rowley spoke to the Daily Mirror. I was massively injured. We're still finding out the extent of the injuries now. I had a fractured skull, a broken bone in the neck, two fractures in the spine, nine broken ribs, and each rib has multiple fractures, and then I had a bit of blood in the lungs. That's a pretty good impression, Todd. I got to give you that. The freak apocalypse meow moment <laughs> occurred. <laughs> this is from the New York Post. I love that copy. Occurred the evening of October 23rd. Oh, wow. He's he's um, naked from the waist up in this <laughs> photograph, Grace Baker. There's some weird pictures. Just keep flipping, Todd. <laughs> He appear- The cat dove out, latched onto one of the owner's legs. I, You see, we had a cat when I was a kid, Little Cuddles and Baby <laughs> Wayne. And Baby Wayne was like that. See, I don't like it when they get up on your lap and they start to, like, move their paws and their claws come out. And they're like, hi. And I'm like, stop. Ugh, it's little needles. Mr. Raleigh, giving details, I say it took a bit of a chunk out of my leg and I lost my footing. <laughs> Oh, my God. The cat cat, looks horrible. It's a hairless cat. Oh, gross. All right. They buried the lead. It's a hairless cat? Yeah. That's why I'm saying there's Uh, some disturbing photos. Just just Google listeners, hairless cat. It's a weird sight. Oh, my word. The poor guy. Anyway, he survived. Did they kill the cat? (laughs) I don't think so. They should have euthanized the cat. I mean, she's the loop. No, anyway, the cat was not uh, charged, and uh, we're hoping for a speedy recovery. All right. Next story. All right, we're back in the United States at McDonald's. A South Carolina man has pled guilty to charges. He gave a minor a tattoo while they were in the dining room of a McDonald's restaurant. Brandon, I guess, what do they call it, McTat? I was going to say, did he get it with his Happy Meal? Is that that like a rub-on sticker? I don't know. No way. All right, Brandon Preshaw cop to a pair of misdemeanor counts in connection with the illegal inking at a mcdonald's in lawrence about 35 miles south of spartanburg seen at night preshaw was convicted of tattooing a minor and tattooing without a license he was sentenced to nine months in jail wow that's i mean really all right how what was the tattoo that's what I would like to know. Oh, it was a female customer. Oh, uh, Police learned of the back tattooing after a female customer, frustrated by a Friday night backup in the drive I'm telling you, they're always backed up in the drive-thru it's at McDonald's. terrible. Peered into the restaurant and spotted Preshaw applying a tattoo. She pulled out her video phone and started uh, recording the uh, uh, action. As she filmed, the patron complained that Preshaw and the tattoo recipient were out here doing tattoos instead of getting food orders out. Oh, just taking a little break. Was it like little Ronald McDonald tattoo or the hamburger? That's what I'm saying. I'd like to know. know. All right, next story. Oh, this involves a Waffle House. You know, oh, nothing no. good happens at Waffle House after 930 at night. That's a good point. 
This is I like terrible. same with McDonald's, honestly. This is from the Smoking Gun. After being arrested for stealing a wallet that a patron left on a Waffle House counter, Juanita Morton reportedly confessed to the theft and gave cops an explanation for her actions. The money was calling to me. Oh, I bet it was. That's what she said. Oh, this happened in Florida. Of course. Uh, the wallet contained credit cards and over $2,000 in cash. Woo! Somebody up to no good. Ooh. It was all recorded by security camera. Mrs. Uh, Miss Morton, 47 years old, seen looking around, putting her hat on top of the victim's wallet, oh, and then slid the hat. Oh, that's the smooth move. Smooth. You gotta love it. Anyway, she left quickly while her husband and child were left inside the restaurant to pay for their Dang, food. Dang, just threw them under the bus. There you go. Anyway, uh, she has four separate misdemeanors for theft convictions. All right, next story. From the smoking gun, another tattoo story. It's a theme today. A Florida man who has his mother's full name tattooed on his chest has been arrested for shoving his mother to the ground during a fight. Again. Oof. It's not the first time it's happened, apparently. Uh, Thomas Pinson charged with domestic battery after the argument over financial disputes and job-related drama. Get yourself a job. Yeah, that's probably the argument. You're 27 years old. Come on, Stop living at your mama's house. You cheap date. (laughs) Oh, yeah. He probably goes on the walks. I'm concerned about the mother's name, though, on the chest. Yeah, it's a little weird. Just a That's, little bit. That's probably why he doesn't have a girlfriend. I hope she doesn't have a long name, like from nipple to nipple. Oh, Investigators charged Pinson uh, grabbed his mother. Her name is Carmen. That's with an O-N, not the... Well, that's not a long name, but it said it was her full name. So I'm guessing we're I'm guessing we're including, you know, first, middle. Carmen last. Roberta Conchita. I don't know. Rodriguez. Anyway, grabbed his mom, threw her to the ground, and uh, the cops uh, showed up. He fled the scene. He was arrested and uh, later released on $5,000 bond. He can't talk to his mother, and he has to stay away from home. He might need to alter that tattoo. Well, Pinson, so he had a rose tattoo and the name Carmen Pinson tattooed on his chest. Come on, man. Be nice to your mother. And there you go, ladies and gentlemen. Crime news across the fruited plain. All right, we got to take a break here. 844-747-8868. That's 844-747-8868. This is the Todd Stern Show. Folks, welcome back to the Todd Stearns Radio Program. Hope you are doing well today. We are still waiting for the Senate to vote on the Respect for Marriage Act. Uh, we're paying very. They should have already done it by now, but uh, we'll keep you updated uh, once uh, the Senate either votes yay or nay uh, on that legislation. Not going to be good. Not going to be good if uh, they vote to affirm. The Disrespect for Marriage Act. 844-747-8868. That is our toll-free telephone number. By the way, Mark Meckler from the Convention of States is going to be here in just a little while. Um, A brand new poll out. A majority of Americans do not fully trust that America's elections are fair and accurate. What about you? 
Do you believe that America's elections are fair and accurate? We'd like to hear from you on that. 844-747-8868. That's our telephone number. That's 844-747-8868. And we'll be uh, taking your calls on that as well. Also, uh, we have a... We have a lot of stuff happening over at ToddStarns.com in our store. And I, I want to, we don't spend a lot of time on this. We sort of mention it in passing because the whole point of the show is not to become like, you know, Walmart on the radio. But we do have some great products for you. And, you know, the, the great reality is just like with Mike Lindell, there are a lot of companies out there that don't like to feature our products because of the content. And we are a, we're a conservative radio program. We don't make any um, excuses for that. We don't apologize for that. That's just who we are. So we put together a, a store at ToddSterns.com, and there are and the whole point of this is you know to cover our costs. We don't make a lot of money. These are great resources for you. Things that you can uh, purchase for yourself, or if you have a loved one who is a conservative, we uh, have some great T-shirts. Uh, called the I'm Politically Incorrect line. So uh, if, you, um, if you're if you politically incorrect like myself, you're going to want to get yourself one of these T-shirts. I've noticed that this particular shirt actually repels the leftist. So if, if I remember when I was walking down the street in Brooklyn and I was wearing my politically incorrect T-shirt, people would just turn and either cross the street and walk on the other side or just turn and, and walk the other way. It was great. I loved it. It was sort of like a repellent. And those T-shirts are 16 bucks. Uh, you're also going to be able to get our beautiful, blessed, not bitter coffee mug. Remember when Obama said we were all a bunch of bitter clingers? Well, that's where that line came from. And we just prefer to say that we're blessed and not bitter. And our coffee is delicious, very smooth. And, of course, you can also get yourself copies of all of my books. Uh, we have some incredible ball caps, the I'm Politically Incorrect ball caps, and the Sweet Mercy Tea Glass which is pretty spectacular. It's like a jug in and of itself. So, uh, again, go to uh, ToddSterns.com and click on the store app, and you'll be able to get yourself not only a T-shirt or a coffee mug, but also uh, the latest of my books, Culture Jihad, How to Stop the Life from Killing a Nation. Also, our Daily Biscuit Devotions with a Drawl, which I wrote with my friend Michelle Cox. You're, you're going to love that as well. Again, ToddSterns.com. Click on the store app. Happy shopping, ladies and gentlemen. We'll be right back, America. All right, folks, now more than ever, it is so important to support companies that share our values. And Patriot Mobile is one of those companies, America's only Christian conservative wireless carrier. They not only share our beliefs, but they're doing something about it. Uh, Patriot Mobile donates a portion of every dollar to organizations that are fighting for causes we care about, whether it's religious liberty or the pro-life movement or the First Amendment. That's why I want to encourage you to make the switch to Patriot Mobile right now. Use my promo code, Todd, and they're going to give you free premier activation 
and a free gift. Patriot Mobile has a plan to fit any budget. They have great discounts also for veterans and first responders. Do you need multiple lines? Well, they're going to be able to help you out with that as well. By the way, it's not just your home, but also your business. So they have plans for everybody. Switching is very easy. All you have to do is go to patriotmobile.com for more info. That's patriotmobile.com slash Todd. Or you can call their U.S.-based customer service team, 972-PATRIOT. That's 972-PATRIOT, patriotmobile.com slash Todd. And got to use my promo code T-O-D-D to get that free premier activation. All right, new survey is out. A majority of Americans don't fully trust that our nation's elections are fair and accurate. I want to go to the Patriot Mobile Newsmaker line right now. Mark Meckler from Convention of the States joins us, the president of that great group. Mark, hope you're doing good today. Uh, very well. I'm very concerned about these poll results, though. Yeah, explain why you were concerned. Look, in the very bedrock of our republic, of, of the future and the past of this country, is the idea that we have free and fair elections. You know, we have uh, two and a half centuries, roughly, of the peaceful transfer of power. And an underlying firmament of that peaceful transfer of power is the idea that we believe that our elections are free and fair. And if they're not, then the question is, why allow the peaceful transfer of power? If you feel like you're getting ripped off, Democrat or Republican, whoever you are, then why would you allow that to be a peaceful transfer of power? So I think the very fabric of the republic is being torn apart by this idea that elections are not free and fair. Mark, when, you, when you're looking at the survey data, you can't help but think about what's happening right now in Arizona, where there is a fierce battle underway. Uh, Carrie Lake, who was running for governor, uh, does not believe the elections were fair, uh, even President Trump weighing in. Yeah, and it really honestly doesn't look like they were fair. I mean, can I say that it affected the outcome? No, and I don't think anybody knows that right now. But it's pretty clear when you have 60% of the voting machines not functioning correctly, we don't know how many people didn't vote because of that. We don't know whether they were Republicans or Democrats or independents. So really, you can't have confidence in the outcome of those elections. I think that's the quintessential example, but we've seen that, especially over the last four years, over and over again all across the country. There's an interesting story, a KTAR News uh, from Mojave County where the Board of Supervisors chairman reluctantly certified the election. This is just bizarre. Uh, the chairman, Ron Gould, said that he uh, had to he had to do that or else he would have been thrown in jail and charged with a felony. So even though he had concerns about the integrity of the vote, he went ahead and, and certified it to keep his butt out of jail. I I don't know about this, Mark. I think it goes right back to the heart of your your survey, why people just don't fully trust that elections are fair and accurate. Yeah, I mean, look, I think if you want to see the contrary story, look at what happened in Florida. They ran an absolutely clean election. There's no controversy. Even though the results were extremely beneficial to Republicans, there's no controversy, Democrat or Republican, around the results. They have a tight system. Uh, they tighten their system up as much as anybody in the country. You get your election results within a couple of hours of the polls closing. It's a huge, populous state with very diverse geography. So they can pull it off. Every state should be able to pull it off that well. And that's part of what makes you suspicious is why aren't all states doing this? Mark, I'm curious, uh, did you guys survey voters on how they feel when the election results are delayed You know, by you know multiple days? 
Yeah, we did. And I thought that was the most interesting part of this. So the vast majority of people, 54.8% said they're less likely to trust delayed election results. But here's the bizarre part. 45% say they're more likely. And even weirder, you've got the majority of Democrats say that they are more likely, I think it's 68%, to trust election results that are delayed by days or weeks. I don't really have a great explanation for that, except maybe to say that usually when they're delayed days or weeks, the Democrats win those elections. It's, it's almost unheard of that Republicans win that kind of election where there's a long delay. So maybe that's why they like it, but it just it belies common sense to me. All right, Mark Meckler from the Convention of States on the Patriot Mobile Newsmaker line. Uh, Mark, you guys are a pretty powerful grassroots, uh, grassroots network. What, over 5 million supporters and volunteers now? Yeah, that's correct. We have supporters and volunteers in every single state legislative and congressional district in the country. I don't believe there's another organization that's ever accomplished that. No, I, I'm with you. And I, and I think people truly are concerned about this issue of self-governance in America. And especially after what we came through in the China virus, where so many people just said, you know what, here are my civil liberties. I'm giving them to you so long as you take care of me. I can't think of a more un-American thing in my life. Well, completely un-American. And in addition to that, we didn't even get the benefit of the bargain. We now know that we were lied to. We now know that what they called the vaccine was simply a shot uh, full of stuff of, of ambiguous effectiveness at best, really never prevented any disease, didn't prevent the spread of the disease, which those are the definitions of a vaccine. Apparently, it looks like there are all kinds of side effects of making people sick and possibly killing people. The lockdowns destroyed our economy. They destroyed children, especially psychologically, but adults as well. It destroyed our economy. So not only did people make that trade, but they didn't even get what they traded for. Boy, they sure didn't. And that's why it's so important, the work that you guys are doing. And uh, Mark, we love having you on the program. Uh, The polling data you guys are doing is just incredibly helpful. And uh, you let us know how we can be of help in the, uh, the, the mission of Convention of States. Absolutely. We'll keep doing it. Your listeners can go to conventionofstates.com to get involved. Well said. And we have a direct link on our live show blog. Mark Meckler, ladies and gentlemen. Mark, thank you very much. Thank you. All right. 844-747-8868. That is our toll-free telephone number. That's 844-747-8868. Let's go to the phones. Uh, Our good friend Mark from the Villages, America's friendliest hometown. Mark, what's going on? Hola, ¿cómo estás hoy, señor? That's how are you in Spanish. Oh, um, Lord. We just, we just scored. We just scored. Who who USA scored? Are we USA, talking, USA. Oh, we're talking about soccer. Oh, wow. All yeah, right. Just, USA, U.S. <laughs> well, Iran is ticked. That coach is ticked right now. Good, good. I hate so, the Iranians. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> do you remember yeah. mark i don't know how i don't know how old you are but i was in oh junior high school maybe sixth grade when the um the hostage crisis went down and uh-huh. no i was younger than that i just remember like older kids singing bomb 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 iran you remember that song <laughs> <laughs> yeah it was crazy i mean i don't know a lot about soccer i'm just learning because they base their it's based on a, a, how many goals it's a point scale even though you tie, you still get so many points based on how many goals I you get. But I'm kind of getting into it because my girlfriend's from Columbia, so they're big Colombian fans. They're big into soccer. But um, one of the reasons I called was, what's the ultimate end game 
for these people that are trying to put a, you know, passing this law for gay rights for marriage and everything, what are you going to do? Sue all the preachers? Sue all the churches? And what's their end game? Shut them all down? Yes. Is that what they're trying to do? Yes, that's the end game, Mark. They want to shut them all down. I mean, that's just totally ridiculous. You know, because you want to get married, that's fine. I don't see this passing, Todd. I'll be honest with you. I can't see that because there's going to be massive lawsuits because a lot of pastors are not going to marry them. You know, you're sitting here and you're trying to manipulate the Bible into what it says, and now you're going to force these pastors and these preachers into saying what they don't want to say, and it's not true. I mean, they're going to lose their congregation if they do that. I mean, they're going to be sued. You're going to lose all the money that's going to be lost. I mean, it's ridiculous, man. Well, it is ridiculous, and and I think there are going to be there will be an effort to to shame, name and shame, and I, I hate to say this, Mark, but the preachers I've seen coming out of the seminaries these days, they're just a bunch of limp-wristed wokesters, and and it's really sad because a lot of them are in my denomination. I'm a Southern Baptist, and uh, we were the only denomination in in history to to turn back. We were in this leftward drift. We turned back and became conservative in our doctrine, and we were the only folks to be able to do that, and now we're turning right back around and going where we came from. Yeah, it's just totally ridiculous, Todd. I mean, you know, what's their alt? You know, I talked to somebody yesterday in the family that doesn't believe in God at all, doesn't believe in God. And I say, well, what's the sense of not doing that? Do you want to just live in a country where you can get away with doing whatever you want? You want to get away with stealing, adultery? They want to answer to their own tunes. They don't want to feel that there's another someone higher than them that can judge them. They want to feel that they're responsible for their own actions. They can judge themselves. That's why they don't believe in God. I mean, it's just we're living in a country now where you don't tell me who I need to believe in. I'm going to do whatever I want. You know, and a lot of these, I don't care what you say. You don't believe in God, you've got hidden skeletons. I don't care what you say, you don't believe in God, you've got skeletons in your closet. You know, Mark, when you when you look at at go back to Nazi Germany and look at the church look at the churches in Germany, and they by and large they just stood down. They went along to get along, and as a result, horrible atrocities happened. And and I think we're gonna be seeing that here. Because there are, it's really more of a social uh, experience going to church. It's really not so much about religion and having a relationship and and being obedient to God. It's about going to the cool hip church and hanging out and having friends and you know networking for your business and whatnot. And there's really not. I mean, you know, there's really at this point there is there's not a negative for going to church. But I'm telling you, that's about to change. And if this thing passes, Mark, there's going to be a bullseye on every single Christian preacher and Christian in America. I just don't think it's going to pass. I really don't. I mean, there's too, there's going to be too many. It's going to be a mess if they do. I mean, what what would this country be like if we didn't have religion in it? What would it be like? We'd be like watching Mad Max. You know, what? That, that's basically our escape from New York, which we're probably heading towards anyway. But oh. I mean, it's just. We're, it's just, what if there wasn't a God? Think about that. Ask your listeners, what if there wasn't a God? What would this country be like? I'll tell you what it'd be like. It'd be like living in hell. Well, we're not far from it now anyway, but. Right. Well, just ask a Mickey Mouse. <laughs> I, 
<laughs> I stay away from anything to do with Disney. I tell everybody that's coming to visit here, do not go there. No, by the way, Mark, you don't hold know on. what Mickey's going to be doing. Mark, did you hear this? We Mickey Mouse actually called into the show and yeah. left one of the shout packs. Hold on. Uh, do we have that, Mickey Mouse? Let's uh, take a listen. Ha, 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 hello, Tom. This is Mickey from, well, you know where. Uh, uh, listen, uh, about that Santa misspelling in the Disney show, it, it, it wasn't a joke. Just wait and see what they have planned for Easter. Uh, changing CEOs isn't going to do much around here. What we need is a really good exorcist. Somebody who doesn't scare easily, <laughs> like Goofy. Uh, uh, who are you talking to? Uh, nobody, Bob. Mr. Iger. Wrong number. Bye. Oh, my God. It's, poor Goofy sounded like he was feed, drugged. They need to feed Mickey now to, to one of the alligators out here is what oh they God. need to do. No, it's like a snake. They're holding the poor little Mickey Mouse, the little mouse. Oh, God, it's terrible. All right, Mark, appreciate the call. Hang in there. We appreciate you. Oh, my God. That's frightening. Uh, we got to take a break here. 844-747-8868. Thank you, Paul Shanklin. We'll be right back. All right, folks. Welcome back to the Todd Stern Show. Uh, let's go to the phones real quick. Moorhead City, North Carolina. Turner is on the line. Hey, Turner, what's going on today? Oh, Todd, I heard you talking about what the seminaries are spitting out. And I have a perfect example of that. Uh, had a son that was doing extremely well, selling and installing commercial electronic stuff, making a ton of money, and he got called into the ministry. And he went to seminary, and uh, after he got out of seminary, my wife, who was so tickled when he went to seminary, has told 50 or 100 people that seminary ruined her son. Is that right? How did they, how did they ruin his son, the, the son? They, they took him from a very conservative family and turned him into a woke, ultra-liberal. That's pathetic. How do you like this? Huh? That's pathetic. Yep. It's to the point I will not discuss religion or politics with the boy. Really? It's that bad? It's that bad. You know, Turner, and and we're seeing the same thing happen in our Southern Baptist seminaries. I mean, they're, look, if I think you're safe if you go to Liberty, Truett McConnell University, West Coast Baptist. Uh, that's pretty safe. But I wouldn't send I wouldn't send a kid of mine to any kind of a Southern Baptist seminary, a Methodist seminaries either. Apparently, well, he was he was in the Methodist seminary. Uh, well, it's really a combination Methodist and Lutheran. But uh, he came out. He's United Methodist, and I I just I can't talk to him. Well, that's and sad. Ter- terrible when you got a pastor. For a son that you can't talk to. Well, I am sorry uh, to hear that. Is there any? I mean, is there any hope? I mean, what can you? Maybe we can dedicate a, a segment of the program to this. How do you deprogram your kids when they get brainwashed like that? Well, when they're about fifty years old, when they come out, uh, uh, kind of hard to deprogram them. Yeah, that's the, that's uh, tough. Last last discussion he had with his mother, 
we were down at his house in Charleston, and he was talking. We were talking about the illegal immigrants, and he said, "Mom, uh, which side of the fence do you think Jesus will be on?" She looked at him and said, "Both." And he started with all the seminary spiel, and I got my finger about six inches from his nose, and I said, "Shut up! Don't ever say another word." Until your car's left unlocked, your garage is left unlocked, your house is left unlocked, and the idiots in Washington get rid of all their guards and their gated communities. Until then, you better never say another word about immigrants. Wow, what did he do then? He shut up, and he hadn't mentioned it since. No, it's been about three years, because she passed away a year and a half ago. Oh, gosh. Oh, that's horrible. Yep. Wow. What but, what seminary was this, Turner? This one in Columbia, South Carolina, that is run by the Lutherans, but also the United Methodist Union. Ah, good Lord. And his, his mama was so proud when he quit the big bucks to go into the ministry. And before she died, she was so sad. She wished she was back selling. Wow. But, and he's gone now, too. No, he's he oh, is, uh, he's alive. He You're, is, oh, geez, a little. My my wife, my wife has passed away. Oh, I'm sorry to he, hear that. He's in he's in his one, two, three. He's in his fourth church now. Well, well there you go. All right, hey, got to run here, uh, Turner. God bless you. Sorry about your wife, and we'll try to get your son all sorted out. Geez, a little. Hey, folks, we'll see you tomorrow. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.